Welcome to Those Now and Brothers Podcast. Suck it, put. How's it going, everyone? I am Brett Nallen. David Nallen. With those Nallen Brothers podcasts, we are two nerds that happen to be brothers who enjoy talking about games, tech, anything else we like. How's it going, bro? Uh, good. I mean, my first couple of weeks out of school, it's been fine. Don't have to worry about 60 hours in school and 30 hours of work. So what do you got, 40 hours of work now? Yeah. Which is so easy to do. I just best out four tens and be done. And then if they call me back on Fridays, I get overtime. That's nice. Yep. Actually got money in the pocket now. But it's not that programmer money yet. Nope. I'm working on that. I just filled out a couple of job applications last night. Nice. Any of them, any of them you're really excited about? Or is it more just you just need to get in the field at this point? It's more of I just need to get in the field at this point. Yeah. I think I think your passion and, and options will come as time goes on. So. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been, what, two weeks since we recorded last? Yes, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Um, so yeah, since then, I'd be, I've become a, a full-fledged motorcycle rider now. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, I've taken two trips on my commute, actually starting to feel very comfortable with on the highway and traffic and all that stuff. Um, so now I'm driving on, you know, on the road in, in the middle of Mayhem, 405-167. Went on a ride to... Um, Mount Rainier and back, and that was so awesome, so beautiful. Getting twisty, getting get into the twisties. I'm pretty sure I didn't hit it as hard as the other guys that were in my group. I kind of just hung in the back and took it slow and easy and got used to it, you know, filling it out. But it was still a blast, you know. Uh, threw air on the back of the bike, which made, probably made it a little hard to turn mm-hmm. uh, with him on there. But uh, definitely, I definitely had a blast. Um, can't wait to go on out, out on another ride. And it was kind of like the cheapest fun i can have you know for basically seven bucks in gas is what it cost me i rode for six seven hours in the day went to a scenic place and hung out and goofed around and then we had lunch and then we called it a day and mm-hmm. went home it was so much fun so it was just just a ton of fun um man it's getting used to being in traffic is fun being in traffic is cool because Washington just passed a law where you can um, drive on. You can well, they say you can split traffic. I'll never do that. My bike's too big for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can ride on the shoulder as long as you're not going faster than 25 miles an hour. So, and, so you can at least cruise by you in traffic. Yeah. So all the 405s bumper to bumper traffic, right? Just stop, stop and go, barely moving, right? So I'm with his other motorcycles, and he finally kind of gets frustrated, and he does it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we can. So I just jump on the shoulder, and I'm doing 25. No big deal, right? And there's this little Prius, and he's like, he like really puts his hand on the car, and he's like, and he yells at me, Why can't, what are you doing? Why are you breaking the law? And I'm like, it just passed, bro. Like, pay attention to your own state. Like, what is wrong with you, you know? Get in a bike then, and you can stop doing it. You can stop being in this garbage, right? You know, you're mm-hmm. one less car. Obviously, you're environmental conscious. Like, I mean, a motorcycle is even less gas than that stupid Prius. Uh, and then, um, and then, uh, 
I'm like, I'm start. I'm still going by people. I'm only doing. I'm thinking I'm doing twenty. Traffic's doing five. I'm doing twenty. So I'm going. And this guy, this set of guys, and and they're in the HOV lane, but they're in a construction truck, and he just whips his car out in front of me, like throws his front front fender out in front of me, and then whips it back real quick. But I start to swerve to avoid him, right? So I swerve, I avoid him. Luckily, you know, I, I kind of was expecting that so i was you know i knew what you know, i was I wasn't expecting i was expecting someone to be a jerk and mad about it and he's mm-hmm. yelling you know you know we like everyone else and i'm like dude like you're probably on the clock you know you're on the clock right now getting paid to be stuck in traffic i'm not screw you i'm driving you know yep i got on a bike so i could take my what well, today would have been a three-hour ride home mm-hmm. you normally and it took me only two now and it's just because I could be in the HOV lanes the entire time. I could be on the shoulder at 25 instead of 2. So, I don't care. But it was fun. It was easy. It it definitely made the purchase much easier. And on top of that, instead of $20 to ride, drive in gas, it took me, I think I spent 4 five, mm-hmm. 5 bucks in gas yesterday. So, it's a great decision. Yep. And it's a ton of fun. And you can't go out. Well, with that, let's get to it. Games. Finish Headshot. MCN Monkey sitting in the tree. K I L L I N G. I spelled it right. right. Killing spree. Dip, chip, dip, dip. All right, bro, man. It's been a slow week, two weeks. Games are after E3. It's the it's void the time. It's the quiet after the storm, the peace, the calm. But there's still some stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get into it. Well, first of all, let's talk about our impressions. We bought we bought Ghost Recon, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, right? Yeah, while it was on sale over the week. Yep, so it's on, I think it's still on sale too. It will end this week. This week, so. Um, uh, games for games going on sale, the Summer Blast sale, uh, definitely uh, some great opportunities to pick up some cheap games. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what is your first and thoughts? Like, what's your thoughts and impressions about this game? Well, it, it's it's a third-person shooter, which can go fourth-person when you're shooting, so I kind of like it. It's slow and methodical which i'm not at all how is that transition going from third to first is it like really annoying or is it really is it's it... snappy it's quite snappy so it's it's not like it it costs you your life while you're snapping into it is no. it does it feel like your point of aim is good though with mm-hmm. it when you go jump into it yeah you, it's pretty good once you jump into it so that's good so i mean i i feel pretty similar i've i've had some pretty Moments where I've had to be bop, 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 you know, real fast on going back and forth, and it's been real smooth. Yep. Um, I do like, the only thing I do not like is the open world concept about that. It's like, I'm, I'm wishy-washy on that. Like, it's okay, but it's, I like how Ghost Recon was when... The older Ghost Recon's not the when they translated to a shoot more of a shooter from a stealth based game. 
I like that older type where you had move characters around and stuff like that and set up traps and stuff like that. This is, you still do that, but it's not as prevalent. Well, I don't know. I'm kind of torn because there's a lot of it that's really awesome. One, I like the part the you're a small special forces group trying to affect massive change for the entire country of Bolivia. Mm -hmm. Um, But the part of the... What you're talking about is still kind of true, though, because you can't just sit down in a village and just start shooting people. You're going to die. You're yeah. overran. You, it, it still has that very feel, that very, that very, um, you're outnumbered stealth, strate- st- strategic movement, and, um, uh, strategic movement, and, and, um, choosing more thought than it is just like Aaron plays and he dies all the time because he just rolls in there and he just like ah, he tries Rambo in it and just gets mowed down and then I like I always use him as like kind of like a um, a sound trap so he'll just start blazing right and mm-hmm. then I'll just pop him yeah know? I do like how that you, if one of you get loaded, the other person doesn't immediately get hunted and stuff. You can still yeah. hide and stuff. Yeah, you you have the option of kind of, and if you 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 get out of their sight, if you can get out of their sight, you can. The funny part is you you kind of can be like, okay, well, they lost my sight here. Like I jumped down this ridge. Now I'm gonna track this way they're going to be looking this way and then i'm going to set my aim sights as they start looking for me coming down this way i'm going to pop 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 those two or three guys there and then i'm going to work you know you have to like each individual person has you have to treat into each in, individual i guess npc would be mm-hmm. the best way to look at it as a a a threat that can kill you immediately and you have to deal with them in a in a in a way that you want to otherwise it's going to go bad fast but yeah um the most annoying part is dealing with the you did you did dad yeah the special the special, the special forces, forces bases. bases yeah the like king's guard the you dad or whatever. yeah they always have a uh, body armor on yeah they take a little more and unless that, you the only time a sniper bullet actually kills on one shot is when they're not alerted not loaded, and if you hit them above the above the mid torso, yeah. So, but it's a. I mean, I would say if I had to compare it against other games that currently recently came out, I would put it. It's better than For Honor, that's for sure. I don't. It's. I find it better than Division. It's Division esque like. Yeah, it, well, Division was you could be a bullet sponge. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't have that. And, but, I mean, the, the drop-in, drop-out, yeah. uh, single-player, multiplayer-type environment. thing I do like that most, like, these Division in this game can be similarly tr- contrasted. They're not really the same game, though. They're, they're both third-person shooters that you snap between force and thought. Um, I don't think you do that in Division, do you? Yeah, you can. All right. Well, it doesn't matter. So, um, well, what I'm saying is, is um, in referencing like in current genre right now, the division's the closest thing to it. Mm-hmm. Four player co op, 
yep. mission based type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one's better because it's not big mission based. It's a lots of lots and lots and lots and lots of small missions. I do like the big mission base too, but the thing I don't like about the vision is when you start playing on the harder difficulties. We're playing on, we're not playing on realistic, but we're playing close to. Um, yeah, we're on the mid tier hard. We're on hard. It's called yeah, hard. hard. Yeah, and the next one is realistic. Where you take a bullet, you die. They take a bullet, you they die. Well, yeah, but it is you could kill somebody with a bullet, well placed bullet. So like the division where you could unload four or five clips into somebody and they still be up. Yeah, they have so such ridiculous armor. It's mm-hmm. it's just retarded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing the thing I do like about this is when when they want to make amp the difficulty up, they don't amp the character's ability to. They just add more people. They add more enemies. They add more enemies, and, and they, they make them more sensitive to your being alerted. And they also take. The red spots on the map where you think enemies are, that's also taken off the map. Yeah. So you won't know where exactly everyone is. Yeah, so they kind of, like, change the dynamic of how the game is played. Like, they're better at hiding. The enemies are better at hiding. There's more of them, and you just you have to think more about how you're going to approach and handle the mission. Um, it's just, I, I, I think for the way we like to play those you know more strategic type playing mm-hmm. uh i think it's more fun i mean i i got really frustrated with the division because it's like there's wh- what's the point here i just hide behind this wall and then keep unloading on guys and then dive away and then it, sh- it was all about movement and fast and bullet sponge and it drove me nuts mm-hmm. and this type of shooter i'm really enjoying more because it's like all right hey i gotta i'm gonna take this dude out i gotta take this dude i gotta execute this shot yeah, missing one shot is an epic failure. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's a little bit harder to get used to because there is bullet drop, like very severe bullet drop after a couple hundred meters. Yeah, there's. It's more realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which. Well, we got a pretty low rifle that yeah. has bad ballistics on it. It's only a two-two-three. I mean, we, yeah. once we get a higher end sniper rifles, that should help a little bit. Yeah, uh, more damage, bigger punch. So that's what I'm looking forward yep. to. Um, I think that's enough on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, the giftable Xbox One that's coming soon. Yeah, I, I couldn't. My brain was. It's, I need coffee. I really do. We'll do uh, that after this, Ed. <laughs> uh, so you can gift Xbox One games that, which is great. Like this would have helped us out. Well. They were originally going to talk about doing this when they were going to go to the entire digital marketplace. Mm-hmm. And then Sony was like, oh, this is how easy it is to give your game to your friend. And they took a box and they said, here you go, and here's your game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that was kind of their their mantra. And then like that kind of threw Xbox into recovery mode, um, yeah, which and- has always been... I think Xbox has kind of hurt themselves recently because they they do have their EA conference af- before PlayStation and PlayStation can be like, well, if they if we think they're going to do this, we're going to run this plan. And now they're in, they're they're and they did that with their console launch. Mm-hmm. We're pr- there's been a lot of rumors out there saying Sony had 
if they go digital console and this price point, we're doing this price point and this and this, and we're going to counterman them and we're going to hope we win. Mm-hmm. And they did. Um, they they lowballed them. They lost money on the consoles, and now they win the console war. Yep. Uh, or so far they've won it. Who knows how that goes? But I, it doesn't matter. I um, think that Xbox X will. I think in four years from now it will it will level the playing field. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have leveled the playing field much faster if they would have brought it in at a four hundred dollar price point instead of a five hundred. If it had been yeah. three ninety nine, if they would have got if they if Microsoft said we're going to take a loss. A hundred dollar loss on every console we're selling, but we know we're gonna outsell the market mm-hmm. when we can say, "Hey, by the way, this is a much powerful console at the same price as the Pro." Yep. Um, but it, it's totally beside the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about gift uh, given. Gift, gift. So now let's say you're done playing your digital content, and you're like, uh, "Let's say, uh, give me a good game. It's a good single player game on Xbox." Uh, the Assassin's Creed series, there is uh, the... Yeah, so you're done playing, I don't know, Unity, Black mm-hmm. Flag, uh, trying to think of other great single-player games. It doesn't matter. There's the Bioware games. But, yeah, so, um, Fallout 4. Maybe oh, Fallout 4. Fall. Fallout 4 is a great, great example. You're done playing Fallout 4, and you're like, alright, well, I want to get this to... I'm done playing it. I want to send my digital, my digital license... I want to give it to somebody else or sell it. To, maybe sell it to somebody else. You have a buddy. I'll give you $10, $15 for it in cash, and then you can release it to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so uh, the um, uh, I think this will kind I think actually this is probably the first stepping stones to one breaking GameStop. Or it's the next stepping stones to Microsoft um, setting up their own used game store inside of the platform. Inside their platform, which I think would be that would kill. That would be almost the beginning of the end of GameStop for sure. Yeah, that would be the end. Like. Um, it it would be, be the beginning of the end, yeah. But I think it's definitely a, a um if they set it up smartly, mm-hmm. well, you're the, this game is valued at X Y Z. You're gonna get this. We're gonna take this as our cut for the processing and handling of this. Mm-hmm. We're still gonna make money on the deal. Now the only person that loses out on this advantage is the developer. Yes. This. The- but the developers losing out on used game deals anyways. Yes. But I think that at the very least the very the the ability to gift a game you're kind of done with to your buddy is one it's you can, you know, for birthday gifts and other things like that, you can buy it digitally on with your EA access for a little bit cheaper now and then just send and, it and then just send him the digital copy. And here you go. You know, like, what, what game did, did was it Battlefield 1? Titanfall. You, Titanfall, Titanfall. Yep. You paid for Titanfall. I bought it through my EA Access. Mm-hmm. We both have access to it, but really, you're the, it's your game. I can now send this to you. Yep. And actually make it your game, just like you bought it. Well, yeah, you know. it, it, it'll be really beneficial, like, that type of stuff. I think it's more beneficial. I think it's just, I think it's, it's, 
we're in the digital age. Mm-hmm. Uh, digital content needs to be able to move a little more freely. Yeah, I mean, I than just it went used to through the Steam return policy just last week. It was quite easy to do. You just sent them. Uh, you just went to the help page for the Steam returns, and you returned it. You asked why. You said why, and then you just sent it off to them. They send you an email saying, "Yeah, we'll take that." You didn't get off your account until the email came back saying, "Yes, we'll refund that." And then it they send you a confirmation, and then you get money back. back. Yep, I mean, it's no different than it's really no different than when you do a return at the store. Yeah. It's just it's all there in person, so it's a little faster. Mm-hmm. Which it was nice. It was easy to do too. How long did that whole process take? Less than five minutes. So you cl- even with the confirmation email. Well, the confirmation email came in about three hours later. So three hours. Yeah. So three and a half hours. Yeah, but doing the whole process on my end. Five minutes. Five minutes. But I mean, so by the time you started getting the, the confirmation saying they're gonna they accept the return and you'll get, do they put it in your Steam Bank or do they put it in your account? You can choose either way. Okay. So you can choose to have it refunded to the credit card that bought it or to your Steam wallet. Okay, so do you have money in your card right now? Yes, it went straight back to my debit card. How so? How fast did that take? About so when it got back to my debit card and my debit card processing it, it that took about a day. A day, twenty four hours. Yeah, because it was on. I did on a uh, on the fourth of July. Oh, oh. So I mean, that's not even that's not even a good marker to say. Okay, but I mean, it's still that's that's a good. 20, a 24 hour turnaround even on a holiday you still got your money back mm-hmm. in your account ready to use that's amazing that's great yep uh, i mean that's that's the type of service that if digital content wants to, to keep growing mm-hmm. needs to have and i think being able to gift the digital content once you're done with it yep because there's plenty of games that me and you both play i buy a whole lot of single player games and once i'm done with them they just sit on install on my console yeah, I'm being able. Well, and then, like, I'm probably never gonna play Fallout Four, nope. but I mean, someone like Tim might want to mm-hmm. play that. You could gift it to Tim, or you could gift it to Sam, or and then you can be on that now. Can be on that Xbox. Yeah. So I mean, it's just those games have much more functionality now. Yep, they do. Uh, all right, so or they have those games. Yeah, those games yeah. have more. They have more playability in them. They have more life to give to other gamers mm-hmm. that they would you would usually used to be able to do. Okay, now GTA gun running about life in gamers, yeah, like just this th- is probably the best sixty dollar purchase that we've had. This honestly, this game Grand Theft Auto. If you had to go, if I had to tell someone, I want to spend forty dollars, and I have to buy my first game, and I. That's all. I can only buy one game. What is the one game I should buy? I'm going to look them straight in the eye and say Grand Theft Auto. And even now, you're going to spend, I think it's even on sale now. It was on sale for mm-hmm. 45 bucks. You can pick up Grand Theft Auto for $45. And one, I haven't even touched the story mode yet. I have yet to play through the story. No, neither have I. And I've dropped probably upwards of almost 300 hours into the game. Yep. And I haven't even played the epic story mode. Um... We haven't even done most of the multiplayer either. Yeah, and we haven't even. Yeah, and we've only. You could you could put probably 
a good thousand hours in this game, and you would be in a you would be a okay per you 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 would still have fine things to do that are fun to play. And then once you get to that point, you can then finally mod your game. Well, you don't even mod your game. They're going to keep on coming out with up- updates, updates and things to do and yeah. uh, objectives to attain, money to buy, mm-hmm. money to earn that you need to get to. Like I haven't played through all the missions yet. Yes. The only thing that I I really dislike about this game is it is a grind, which is how they make the money. Is Well, they don't they don't, Okay, so so yes, it is a grind. But it's just like mobile games. Mhm. They kind of went after that platform. Yes. We're going to set it. So, yes, if you want to earn, if you want to grind through the game time, you'll be able to buy the same stuff that everybody else. Or, hey, we're going to sell you, you can take your real earned money, turn it into in-game currency, and buy um, buy um, in-game stuff. Yep. Now, what I will say is if you grind on things like heist mm-hmm. with randoms and you just keep playing heist, hosting your own heist and just keep going through it. Um, if you, I've been told if you can keep, if you keep in the world and you talk to people, eventually you can find a lot of just random people that play all the time who are willing to do heist because the payouts are so good. Yep. Um, that especially like heist number two, where it's fairly easy to get through and it's a good payout. Um, heist four is kind of, or if, if you have a good crew, heist five can be the yeah, bank heist, like the bank heist, which has the million dollar payout, but you lose money every time you take the guys who are holding the 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 money, money. bags take a shot. So, yep. Uh, but I mean, the the gun runner update. I mean, again, a random update to Grand Theft Auto. That is just a heist. The, the, if you've played through the heist, it's heist quality. High end um, with execu- executive qualities where you're manufacturing something, you're warehousing something, you're... You're, you're moving product. That's you're what's moving, You're moving product. You're, you're running guns. You're mm-hmm. building guns, you're running guns. And since you're building weapons and running weapons where it's really high stake money, the I guess the amp with the war with the cops is a little more, and other players are is a little more aggressive. But they give you a mobile uh, Sam turret. You could finally take out air yes. with efficiency. So so they give you a mobile unit which you can mount a guns on it. You can yeah. put guns. There's a main gun on the front of it which you can fire a rocket around at. Oh, that is so. And that will give the person inside uh, stars, but not the driver. So the driver cannot, the driver will not be shot at while the police will shoot, while the police will try and get to you. So. Uh, oh really? Yeah, and plus it's fully armored. Oh, geez. oh, that's that's the mobile, the yeah. mobile, the mobile. What's it called? Mobile uh, operation center. Center, yeah. Oh, I so want to get that. And then you can put more guns on it and stuff, and have a Sam turret being trailed behind it, so uh, taking out arrow. I, I mean, this is so sad, but I just want to play this game, like. 20 minutes a night just to start building my money up so I can buy more things inside this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's a grind and everything else, but with two people, if you, if you and me mm-hmm. said every night we're going to get on at 8 to 8.30, and we're going to 8 to 9, let's say, 8 to 9 every night, and we're just going to 
and drop an hour in emissions and everything else, it would not take us too long to build no. up a couple mil. No. Especially if, if the way we did it was, all right, first thing we're going to do, we're going to, one of us is going to buy heist number one. And that's like 150 grand right there. And that takes like 20, 30 minutes if you, yep. if you run through it fast. Um, yeah. So I'm, I don't know. And the, the, the motorcycles that fly with the boosters? Yes. That, so With rocket launchers on the front of them? So, yeah. No, it's a machine gun. Machine gun? Yeah. That's still badass. So, you're able to fly. Like, you just have a motorcycle that you that's pretty fast. Like, it's really fast. You have a boost. So, you can boost it without the wings out open, which will just be a normal boost. And once you open up the wings, you can fly for a short period of time. It's more of a glider. But so, it just has enough lift that if, once you go fast enough, it will... Lift you above most buildings. People were trying to get to the top of the maze bank, which is the tallest building thing with it. So what they were trying to do is they f- would go, they would hit the boost and hit a building to start recharging the boost. Like if you can touch your tires down anywhere else, it recharges it. Oh, okay. So, and, and once you start... So they would try to bounce their... their they would bounce daisy it. hop... From building to building, trying to curl hop their way up to the maze bank. Off the side of buildings. Side, oh, that's cool. Like, twist it. Yeah, so it. all it has to do is hit once, and the time would start building up. As soon as you... Once your tires hit anything, it would start building up the timer. Oh, for the next boost? Yeah, so you just have to hit something once, and you'd be good. Oh, jeez. I mean, I can only imagine how awesome it would be to be in-game, hit the boost fly over some things and then drop it down and then hit a hillside hit the boost i mean launch myself off with my wings up and then be able to i've heard some people do that they they just go through the mountains and they hit up the hill and then they hit the boost and then they can glide all the way into the city yeah i mean it it's looks like a very effective way to get through any the whole map of grand theft auto because you have flying, you go pretty fast. You have the ability to ride your motorcycle around places that you really can't fly around. But it, it's just a made it a really quick way to get through the map. I wonder if you can. I wonder if you can glide it across that big lake on the other side on the desert. Uh, so the people launched off Mount Chiliad and was able to almost get to the city. One person actually got into the city. Oh, really? Yeah. That's dope. So that's that's over the whole tile lake that's in the middle. Nice. So yeah, it's it. There's a whole lot more to this than just well, that motorcycle. There's like uh, there's a Sam vehicle. There's a uh, striker. Yeah, there's like mobile. You got basically a full military complement that came yeah. with it, along with full military air support complement too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and that's just. That's just that one portion of the game. We haven't even touched the... We just bought the motorbike game thing, and we haven't even gotten the first missions on that one. Yes. Um, Where you can actually... That one has guns that would involve motorcycles, like uh, those sh- um, those shotguns that... Or uh, double barrel shotguns, the one automatic shotguns, and stuff like that that's handheld shotguns. Yeah. And then they also have a... Grenade launcher too, just one shot grenade launcher. Yeah, it's just it's just fully immersive. Or yeah, I I can't wait till I want to get into Red Dead Redemption when it gets out, as soon as 
a Red Dead Redemption online. Just yeah. be like on the cutting edge of whatever happens on that. Yeah, environment. because Grand Theft Auto, we fell behind. Well, we didn't really fall behind. We caught into it about six months after it got done. But that's like it's. Been well, yeah, we started playing online about six months after. But yeah. we caught up pretty fast, yeah. and then we honestly we just the as intensively as we were playing it, we were not. Um, we were playing it at such an intense rate that it w- there wasn't enough content to keep us busy. Yeah. And then the problem was, is if we'd have kept just playing it as a secondary game type thing, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to jump on and do some Grand Theft Auto real quick and then get off, you know, well, we're going to you know, we'll play for an hour. Um, and it would be fine. But, uh, I think it's, I think we've beaten that horse to death. Yeah. I mean, it's a great game. Can't wait for a dead redemption to come out. I'm, yeah, I just I cannot wait for those because two. we might have a four man team on that, which will make a big difference in it. Oh yeah, yeah, if you had a four man team in Grand Theft Auto, we could run all the heists all the time. We could there's there's other heists that we can do and stuff like that. Yeah, it just makes so much more fun. Mm-hmm. Well, four four is the perfect match for that game. Yep. Okay. Um, Next thing is tech and entertainment. All right, so I want to talk about some very important things that I think are uh, just as a digital consumers, or not, we'll start off with light subject. First of all, the biggest show to ever reach the human people starts again July 16th. Yes, Grant, uh, no, Game Grant, of Thrones. bro, bro, not Grant that thought, no, 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 Game of Thrones. I haven't watched a single season of it. Oh. I've read all the books. Listened to all the books, but haven't read the season. I'm waiting for Sam. I should not wait for Sam and just do it, but she'll get mad. <laughs> she'll get mad. Yeah. No, what you should do is you should be forceful. Like, I want to watch this tonight. But, I, no, we're watching Grant. We're watching Game of Thrones. The new season's out. We have to watch it. Yeah, but that's not just not who I am. Yeah, but you can be a little forceful. I'm pretty sure she'll be okay with it. Probably. Um, but 16th episode one season, I don't know who cares. It's like eight or something. Seven, I think, mm-hmm. uh, is out and it is after, I mean, the winter is coming. Everything's coming to head. I mean, yeah, like the whole bad part that they've been trying to push, you know, just you're a lot of you know suspicions that you have that are that are kind of true um are kind of coming com- to a head coming to a I just everything's about to meet in the middle in Westeros and it's going to be epic have you started watching Westworld yet Westworld yes it's made no. by the same type of directors as uh, Game of Thrones I'll have to watch it then yeah it it's said to be pretty good I've been I want to watch um things called Handmaiden yeah, on that's on HBO. Uh, uh, HBO exclusive. Not HBO. It's Hulu exclusive. A uh, Hulu exclusive. Which yeah. you have my account too. Yeah. Which I think I need to. I think I don't know what to do with the. It, we'll figure that you out. You read it down somewhere. Uh, uh, so, but yeah, Game of Thrones is coming out. You should watch Westworld. That's good. Um. But beyond that, it's July sixteenth is the beginning of the new season. Yeah, it's. I don't, it's just, I'm so pumped, I'm so excited, I don't want to, 
for those of you who maybe are waiting for this moment to kind of start power watching through the last season, or you're just one of those people that power through one season at a time, I I don't want to give too much away or where, what's going on. But all I know is winter's coming. Big armies from the south are meeting in the center. Big armies from the north are meeting in the – it's just – it's all coming to the center now. Yeah. And it, they're, all the characters are starting to meet – be end up in epic – portions and it looks like it hopefully the they all but i don't know that hopefully it's they all, all become, fight though it's the, going to become white bloodshed. walkers yeah you know and stop fighting i mean right now they kind of fight for between each other and there's not really much fighting going well on there's a civil the, war that's going on yeah in, that's in the last book yeah so it's just it's a lot of craziness going yeah. on so let's 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 kind of move on to a uh it's gonna be a little more serious subject but i think it's something that needs to be talked about so, um, upcoming here in the next few days is a is a thing called Net Neutrality Day. Mm-hmm. So, for uh, people that don't know what net neutrality is, it's uh, just even network provided to every company, big, small. So it's a little bit more than that. Yeah, it is so more. But l- let's let's kind of get you. Let's kind of. I mean, if you want to know the history, let's let's run through the history real quick. They think the history is important on this. Mm-hmm. So most of a so you you the you the consumer who have internet in your house uh per, get get your internet usually because the infrastructure is built by the cable companies the cable companies built the infrastructure first to get tv cable mm-hmm. tv to your house uh, that same infrastructure that was built almost 15 20 years ago uh maybe it's actually almost 30 now uh, has been upgraded in technology modem changes that they can get speeds to your internet now into your house at actually very consumable rates. Uh, the problem is a lot of people are now saying we don't want TV, we just want internet because everything we can consume is on the internet. Is on the internet. We don't need. I, why do I need to pay for? Why do I need to pay you a hundred dollars for a TV when I can buy? $30 and get the streaming TV that has everything I want that's offered by um, Sling, Slingbox or something like that. Um, uh, even just with uh, Hulu, Netflix, and yeah. some other stuff. like Yeah, Hulu, Netflix. NBA, uh, uh, Major League TV. Yeah, sp- uh, sports sports streaming, which I screwed up. I should have spent that $20 on that 4th of July sale and mm-hmm. picked it up, but I forgot to do it. Oh, okay. I, I never pulled the trigger. I should have pulled the trigger. We'll do that next year. You, you'll... You, you don't really – you still have stuff through cable until yeah. October. Um, so the the point is though – okay, so the, so that's the his, that's kind of a that's portion of the history. Mm-hmm. So what c- cable companies are realizing is they're really in competition with Netflix, Hulu. Um, I'm trying to think of another streaming service. HBO. HBO Go. Um. I'm trying to think of other streaming services that are like that. Funimation, any, Funimation, any uh, um, Crunchyroll. Yeah, and also they're also in direct competition with sports YouTube. streaming, YouTube, and 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 sports streaming services, because they're realizing that the if if I don't need to pay 150 dollars a month for to get my sport, I, and I only care to watch two sports, and I don't want to be roped into this thing, I can just pay. A hundred dollars for the season I'm watching, and then watch it online. 
one, I'm not restricted to where I have to watch it. I can watch it anywhere, on the go, anytime. And you can also watch it later, too, without uh, having to record it. Yep, and then I can now watch it on demand whenever, wherever I'm at. So, sticking with your um, current TV provider is not necessarily uh, needed. Now, what a lot of ISPs were thinking or consistently doing was was one of the things they were they that was was going to be a process or I think they put it in place for about six months when net neutrality was that was brought on is so we're going to bandwidth regulate Netflix, Hulu and So yeah, Comcast did a thing with why they were working on a deal with Netflix that they slowed down Netflix's uh and, and that was that was a muscle move to say you need to you need to make this deal with us to provide your su- your service on our cable boxes on our TV cable boxes so people think that they need to have our TV cable boxes to keep watching Netflix. Yeah, so and this is what the thing is that they hit slow down Netflix so much that you couldn't get HD quality from them. Yeah, so would it would Netflix would have to auto auto stream your rate down to low lower than 720p for you to view it. It got so bad to the consumer on lower grade internet packages. Um what well, you used to be able to stream, well I can do one stream at 1080p even on this low grade internet. They were they couldn't even do that. Yeah. And unless you were paying for the super blast where you demand everything in high speed, um, then you – the point was Netflix said, well, we're going to regulate your internet. And then the government said, wait, wait, wait hold on. Yeah. Um, why, your, your consumers paid for this service – paid for the service in the right. Why do you get to choose what they regulate? You know what they what they get to watch, and this is kind of a more broad, broad scheme then, because uh, just like we saw in in Germany, mm-hmm. where Germany says um, hateful speech and some other stuff on Facebook is just a ruling that just came out. If so, let's say I put on there, I put something on there that the German government doesn't like, mm-hmm. because there's hateful speech. They have. Netflix or Facebook has 24 hours to bring that video down. That's considered hateful speech from the day it's posted. Mm-hmm. If they find out they didn't do it, it was it's a four forty billion or forty billion dollar fine or some junk like that to Facebook and um, Facebook and YouTube and all these other sites. And it's like, wait, hold on, just because some moron posted something, you're gonna hold a company responsible? Yep. I mean, it's like, this is, one, this is incredibly unfair to the company because they're just providing a forum. Yep. Um, For f- free thought and impressions and everything else. And for, for the most part, most users are, you know... Tweeting out about the food that they use. Yeah, I mean, well, let's be realistic. It's not really all that important, but it's the uh, what what's what's your definition of hate speech i mean wh- as a government any 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 speech against them is considered hate speech i mean if you go on facebook right now you're going to see a ton of anti trump things on there mm-hmm. 
Is that hate speech? Is that hate speech against the government? Can they find now? Can they find us? Can they find Facebook billions of dollars? Okay, now what does Facebook have to do? Yep. All right, we can't allow posts anymore until they get approved. Well, now your now your service is pointless. Yeah. You know, now I post a picture of my me at a baseball game and it's not instantly up there. What's the point? You know, I I don't need to use you anymore. We're back into where I'm just going to text my friends that I care about. Yep. So the point of net neutrality is a free and open uh, internet and a unrestricted unrestricted internet to your house. Mm -hmm. So um, when you're paying your $60 a month so you can watch do whatever you want to do online you can and you don't have to say well i want to i'm paying 60 dollars but i need to pay the 10 dollar market to get the boost to netflix and i need to pay the other 10 dollars to get the boost to hulu and then well i want to get sports too so i need to pay the 5 the 599 sports boost package that gets me boost to own to these xyz providers so that, that i can get those in high def yep. and because if we don't have net neutrality, that's where this is going because they know they're not going to get their money from TV anymore. Mm-hmm. And then they'll just start take diming, uh, nickel and diming you on stuff that should be free services that you're already paying for. You're, yeah, you're already paying for the bandwidth to your house. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't need to pay for the parts. You need to pay the boost to get that service to your house too because you're also paying Netflix for that service. But yeah, the, 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 but the problem with this is that's, how the TV packages work. Yes, and that's how they've made their money for years mm-hmm. um, as as consumers. Now, the part I want to say that's kind of interesting, Net Neutrality Day, which is July 12th, originally the biggest companies involved were... Um, Facebook and Google. Facebook and Google just joined. That's why oh, they just joined? Uh, that's just why this made... Uh, Facebook and Google joined Net Neutrality. Um, Amazon has been in it. Uh, Amazon has been in it, but... Uh, in reality, net neutrality. Well, I guess you know if if your provider says, "Well, we have a deal with Newegg or some other competitor or other online competitors." Not even that uh, Amazon has a streaming service. That's true. Amazon does have a streaming service. Yeah, that's right. So, but I mean, but I mean, there's more to this though. I mean, if for instance you type in, you go to your search you go to internet and you say amazon.com and they say and then it just makes it so painfully slow to buy a product there that you start immediately searching for another place to buy it mm-hmm. i mean that could seriously jeopardize where you consume products yep so now amazon has to pay time warner xyz every month just to make their service run fast enough for their consumers to buy their product i mean by the way time warner is owned by xfendi Oh, that's right. They just bought them out, yep. so they control ninety. They, can, they control like ninety percent of the internet market, right? They control ninety percent of the U.S. Internet, internet market to the consumer base. Yep. So I mean, that's it's just something you have to consider that, um, you know, do you, you when when you when you say you want to support this, you need to understand that there's there's going to be there's good, you know, the part that when you just pay your ISP or internet service provider for internet. That that speed comes to your door no matter the service. No matter the service. Mm-hmm. Also, there's the bad. This also is a allows kind of a free forum place for morons to speak out and say to do things that they want to do and have the same rights as you. 
for the basic stuff mm-hmm. for your basic day-to-day life stuff and um i think which is honestly i prefer the the line of freedom allowing the internet to be open allowing people to get onto the internet freely to go where they want to go to not restrict it and not have any government or not have any big corporations telling you where they want you to be to to be seen mm-hmm. and to see uh, is very important because if your ISP can can easily say you type in www.amazon.com and it takes you to I can't even think of an online competitor that competes with an all-in-one eBay. It takes you to eBay. It, it, your ISP can do that. Yep. They can just say, no, if you're on our service, you don't go to Amazon because eBay is paying us money to buy products. Which they can do because uh, it's just a DNS forward. forward. Yep. You type in Amazon unless you know unless you started learning what you unless you had to go unless you found out what Amazon's IP address was. That DN, you could they could set DNS forwarders on all your systems. Oh, um, and I mean, there's other ways around it. You could set your DNSs to Google, which I would actually almost recommend, so you can get a more clean DNS service. Well, I've always. I've always changed my DNS service to Google because it's just Google makes it so much easier to do stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, in it, it, it also them to have a clean so it, to DNS keep it is even. Too. Yeah, it, it 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 also yeah you but you can you can find public DNSs out there and mm-hmm. that would help prevent those forwarders. But they can flat out just block your traffic from that and send it to somewhere else. Yep. I mean, there's and unless you're a tech person, you don't know how to do that. So. There's there's that other part that you you can just ham they can just hamstring consumers and this they would never know mm-hmm. they would think well I guess Amazon went under and they got bought out by eBay so this is what we're doing now yep you know and then here they are now they're buying you know now their buying power is going to eBay because eBay paid them money to have that buying power so that's the point of net neutrality is a part that when you type in wherever you want to go and however you want to consume your internet it's the way you want to do it versus the way big corporations paying money to ISPs after you have paid ISPs for their service gets done. Yep. So. Um, it just makes it in an even playing field. It just makes it so you're the, you're you're receiving the product you already so you paid, paid for. Yep. That's the point. Um, so, which is the other point why Google Fiber needs to hurry up and get to everywhere. Yeah, well, yeah, Google Fiber was just peop- them going, why aren't you providing the service? It's easy. Well, it was... And, be- and it, it was, was slowing s- down Google, s- YouTube, and stuff like that. It's so. the same simple problems they're running into now yeah. with you know ISPs and net neutrality mm-hmm. is is these two home, two con- consumer-based... The, the consumer that has the least amount of options when it comes to the internet is the personal consumer. Mm-hmm. Corporate consumers have hundreds of options. Oh yeah, they can get internet from everywhere. Uh, there's tons of options how to how to get internet to a corporate business. Uh, when it comes to to your house, though, you have usually one, maybe two options. Which well, lucky that we have two options. Yeah, I have two options. Hmm. You know, I and I have two options that are decent. I have CenturyLink at 40 megs, hmm. and I have Comcast at even better. But some places. Like they only have Time Warner, 
They don't have Time Warner. They only have Xfinity. They only have... Or AT&T. Or AT&T. Yeah, I mean, AT&T is working on building their infrastructure. Luckily, to the consumer base, is becoming more competitive. Mm-hmm. People are building out more infrastructure because they realize that's where the real money is at, yep. is putting internet in, cause in every home. Yep. All right, so let's get on with it. Let's move on to sports. <laughs> Wait, that's tech entertainment, isn't it? Yes. So, so there's no bump. The, it would just go straight into sports. Ah, uh, there's no bump. Oh. All right, well, I'm good because I timed out my phone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so let's talk about the Mariners. So they've gone on a big losing streak against Kansas City. Since last time we recorded, they went on a big winning streak, got above 500, and then immediately turned it around and went on a big losing streak. Um, They are now back below three games below 500. I think it's four. 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 Oh, they, oh, that's right. They dropped six. They went two. Mm-hmm. No, they're four. It's four or three. They lost. They won last night, so they think yeah. right under three, right? Uh, let me take a look real quick. I know they lost. They got swept by Kansas City. Yeah, they lost four games in a row. Before they, that, they lost two games in a row, so that's six. Then they lost. No, they lost no, seven. They, they lost one they against won, Oakland. They lost one against Oakland. They lost one against the A's, but they also won one against the A's. Yeah, they won last night. They need to win the next Three in a row, honestly. They need to win. They need to take two two out of three from the A's or three out of four from the A's. They need to beat them. We can't let the A's get above us. Well, it's just the team is too good. On I mean, This is just kind of terrible. Is the, For the first time in forever, oh, God, I just used a, a frozen line. Uh, the, the Mariners actually have an offense and no pitching. Yeah, we've always – what our games used to be down was the first person to get a run. Yeah, it used to be, well, like, if you could score three, you were going to win. Mm-hmm. Maris can never score three. Now we're scoring, like, six, and we still can't win. Yeah. Uh, our pitching is just, uh, we have, if you look at uh, team stat ERAs, well, four in a row? Or well, four, four back, down. Four back? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe tonight we'll make it three. Um, the, if you look at the Mariners' home, um, uh, usually history, like their ERA was through the roof. Like their ERA was really low. <laughs> They'd be like sitting around 10th in ERA. And then uh, their, but their batting average and run production was always like the 20 something in the league, right? You know, bottom of the AL. This year it's totally flipped. Last couple of years it started kind of flipping. So now our ERA, we're like 20 something in ERA production. Mm-hmm. Like, so we're like having one of the highest ERAs in the league. And one of the Best offenses of the league. We're like second or third in offensive production in the league. Yeah, like when we get hits, we get hits. Yeah, well, it just it just. Well, I mean, like last uh, the one thing that Kansas City. Yeah, never threw us a fastball. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the part that they still put up six runs against Kansas City and still couldn't pull it on a win. Yeah, I mean, six runs is is more than enough per offensive production in Major League Baseball to should you should be able to produce. Oh, a win. the nine versus nine. Yeah, it, it's just there's. I mean, I understand there's off games and there's days where that that's not going to work out. But if you look at their average, how many runs they score on average per game, it's somewhere in, it's close to the four the four number. Mm-hmm. They score an average of four runs per game. Yep, which means they're giving up on average more than that per game because they have a losing record. So that means on average they're giving up. Um, I 
think they're the team ERA is like four point five or four point six, something stupid like that. Which means you have to bring our pitching just has to get better. But we have couple. We have a lot of old pitchers now, like Felix. Well, we want our yes. Our starting rotation has been hammered mm-hmm. with injuries. Uh, our top all all three of our top starters, all four of our top starters. Are, that we're supposed to start this season are not part of the team. Yep. Hernandez just came back. Paxson just came back. Iwakuma is not back, and our fourth starter hasn't um uh hasn't um our fourth our fourth starter is going to get Tommy Johnsters and won't be back at all this year uh, this year. And our fifth starter Miranda has actually been doing really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, we have been plagued by starting rotation injuries, which hurts because then that means the bullpen is taking on more burden. Which means they're pitching more pitches, which means they're getting tired faster, which means they're not getting as, as effective. Which is kind of it's just it's all been a downhill now. Now there's been some great moments too. Mm-hmm. Um, Miranda, who is was considered our fifth pitcher, was kind of like, well, hope he gets a six innings and he does okay. His pitching lights out. He's yep. been doing a great job. He has a three point three ERA right now. He's throws the balls in the mid nineties. Good stuff. Great location from the left side. Um, Paxson Paxson's has stepped up his game since last year. Paxson stepped up his game. He kind of had an off thing after coming back from injury. He realized he had a little mechanical issue, kind of fell off. He's back on the board again. Um, you know, he pitched uh, seven innings of he had he held a no hitter up to the sixth inning. He only got hit in the seventh inning, and they pulled him out. He gave up two runs in the seventh, and it was a two-two ball game. And they got out of that inning, but they still gave up the loss later on, and the bullpen gave up the loss later. later. No, we won that game. We won that game? Yeah. No. Oh. Tells you what I know. You're talking about last night's game, right? No. No, okay. Last week's game. Okay. He played. No. Against we the lost, early Royals. Not we lost that game. Uh, But yeah, last night's game. Paxton we lost pitched. that game like 4-2. Yeah, Paxton pitched last night. Paxton? Yeah. Paxton pitched last night or Felix pitched last night? Uh, I thought it was Felix. I thought it was Paxton. And Felix, I, I'm pretty sure picks Felix pitched last night. Maybe it was the game before that Paxton pitched, but I thought, nah. But hold we, on, it we, doesn't matter. Well, a new guy's getting thrown out in the ball pit, uh, getting put on the mound tonight. Uh, so yeah, it's not even a new guy. So he's been pitched three games now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morris his last name. Um, I can't remember. Um, he's a. Um, he's actually a uh, a really really exciting pickup. A long time ago, we got um, schedule schedule. Boom! Oh, we we put on a wrecking crew last night. Yes, we did. Uh, he is. I don't know why I'm looking at last night's game now. I uh, because who got put on the mound? Probably. Oh, Paxton, Paxton did. did. Paxton did on the mound. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh no, Sunday's Felix Day. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back. So uh, the new kid, um, Moore. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me go here. But why he's looking up that stuff, like. This year, our division has been one of the hardest divisions to get to play against. We have the Houston's, which is fifty nine and twenty eight, which is a 
almost 70 percentile of wins. Every division late. The thing is, though, every division leader mm-hmm. right now is just. Uh, why is this playing? Every division leader is just ridiculously good. Yes, but which has driven the wild card race into the five hundreds. Yeah, but the thing is, like, even the, the division leader, like, we're at a seventy percentile. No one else is. A, there's only the West. Uh, um, National Westley, which is also the LA Dodgers, are close to a seventy percentile too. That's the only two teams that's close to the seventy percentile. Everything else is below a sixty. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been Houston has been just putting up numbers though. Like they've been good on way, they've been good at home. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, here. So, mm-hmm. so here's the. We have two rookie right-handers starting tonight. A 36-year-old rookie right-hander makes his first career start, Chris Smith, against Andrew Moore. Andrew Moore, who's this is his third, at least his third start. He's one and one with a 3.6 ERA with eight Ks. Oh, this is his second, so he's done some bullpen work. Three, so he had a allowing three runs in eight innings. He can he goes deep into ball games, fairly efficient. Not a big strikeout pitcher. But, you know, spots the ball well, pretty young. Um, well, you, you don't really need a strikeout pitcher. All you have to do is have some, someone that has good control of the ball that gets easy grounders to throw it in forced. Uh, well, a strikeout pitcher is really, really nice. Um, well, because you don't have to have your fielders do anything. But. Well, no, it just means usually has, he's, 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 throwing, with, he's throwing, with, throwing for power. Um, that's usually what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, the wild card race is, uh, let me look at the wild card. I mean, the wild card race, we're we're four, we're four four games, we're four games, three games behind in the wild card. Yeah, we're four games below 500 and we're only three games below the wild, the second wild card spot. So that tells you how close that race is. It's ridiculous. Uh, we can probably limp our way into the, the division's out of reach, but we're gonna we can we we are still very much within shot of uh of the wild of the wild card spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, it all wild card spot fifty. If you can get above a fifty percent, you you're close to getting the wild card spot. I mean, the leaders in our division has been outstanding on winning this year. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, Colorado's in the wild cold spot right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the thing is about the Mariners or about any of this stuff is the part that just the baseball season that has worked its way out this year has just been so ridiculous the way it's just hand, been handled the, the or it's shaked out. I mean, we're almost uh, 80 games in now, 67. We're at 80 games in. All-star almost break. 90. Yeah, almost 90. So we're at the halfway mark, and you basically have three division leaders that are just just playing lights out baseball and then you have the rest of the pack hanging around 500 mm-hmm. like everywhere across the league usually yeah usually 500 would be about where everyone is standing it'd be just a slight you would five look or six games ahead you would usually right now usually all the wild card leaders would be sitting right about f- about seven or eight games above 500 is what mm-hmm. you would anticipate mm-hmm. 
Um, and by the time the end of the year is coming around, it's going to take about 89 or not 89, about 95 wins, 90 or so wins to make a wild card spot, mm-hmm. which turns out to be something about 10, 10 or 11 games above 500. Yep. Um, which is amazing that it's just by the time you get done playing a, a, a season, just being barely above 500 is good enough to make playoff baseball. That just tells you how, what the fine line of, wins and losses are in the baseball world yeah he, for us to catch up with houston we he ha, they have to lose 70 percent of their games which or, they're not going to do or we have to win 80 percent of our games. games but houston's not going to lose 70 percent of their games this year they have that's not true that's not true at all in 95 that's exactly what happened oh uh, yeah i guess so that's exactly what happened to i think it was the angels yeah the angel or texas one of texas for us to take the division and move ourselves up into the but still they have low energies houston has not had too many in in a they haven't had a lot they haven't had a real losing losing streak all year that's one of the things that's usually you know, teams go hot and cold hot and cold the mariners are especially prevalent of this they go on six seven game winning streaks and, and then, then they go on and then they go on six seven losing game streaks there's there's really not a good consistent play uh, usually it's a little shorter than that usually it's two three two three you know three or two three two something like that you're gonna you know win three or four in a row and then you're gonna lose two or three in a row and then you're gonna win three or four you know that's usually how the streaks go yeah um uh you're not 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 as drastic as the mariners had this year the mariners have an incredibly loopy season they they either pour it on or they tear it down it's one mm-hmm. of the two um but yeah we're about to hit where we actually start doing well yeah which is kind of sad because um if you look at let's let's talk about the all-star games that's coming up too yeah and the home run derby yeah the home run derby so so if it's what's really sad about this whole thing is that the mariners have some of the best offensive players in baseball right now mm-hmm. they're they're um uh, we have people that get base hits all consistently. Like uh, Siegel go uh, three and four last couple of games. I mean, that's not even the point, though. But we're getting production out of players that just are out of the blue. So only two players that got named to the All-Star team are Cano. Or, or the one person that got voted in was Cruz. Mm-hmm. Just because there's really no other option in the DH spot anymore, as batting as good as he is. Yep, and he's on a downturn right now. He's not actually playing very well at all. Um, and um, uh, you got um, Cano. Cano got named as a backup injury reserve, which means he'll probably play somewhere. Mm-hmm. He'll play at some point. He'll play probably in the fifth or sixth inning just because they don't want, they don't wear guys out knowing the all star game. Yeah, but here I want to I want to I want to bring your attention to something that's just totally crazy and someone who did not make the team at all. So we have Ben Gamble, who's batting three twenty eight right now. Mm-hmm who is actually kind of on a falling down. He's kind of actually losing some hitting points right now. He's lost. He was all the way up to 340 in the top of the uh for the batting title. Yep. Not even didn't even get named to the team. Didn't even get named to the team after all the starters got named. I would have figured he would have gotten named to the team as a uh as a um 
Injury reason? No, that's no one. Not an injury. So after the starting nine get voted in, mm-hmm. the coaches get to pick the, and oh, those okay. are the really the guys that are that year that are usually, honestly, after the fans kind of do their bit, mm-hmm. the guys that get named to the team are really the guys that are that year having great years. Yep. Um, you know, I figured I would. We would have seen uh, the Ben Gamble. Um, because here, look at this. Listen to this. So this is. This is team batting at or players individual batting averages. Top, uh, I'm looking at the top forty right now. So people, the top forty for batting average from the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Bing Gamble number four. Then then there's a big break. Then we got Nelson Cruz at number nineteen. Yep. In the league, and then you go you go down for a little longer, and then you Robinson Cano at number thirty two, Danny Valencia number thirty four. And that's the last one, and 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 that's just that's just batting average. We're not talking about home run stats, uh, everything else, which is where Kyle Seager. Kyle Seager actually has a great defensive things, but and uh, Ben Gamble, good speed, uh, good defensive player, great defensive player. Um, mm-hmm. and so there's some other there's there's other players like that in the Mariners. You know, Danny Valencia, who's a uh, out, I think he's an outfielder too. Uh, good speed. Uh, or Val- is Valencia an outfielder? Yeah, Valencia's yeah. an outfielder, or he's a first baseman. I don't remember. Uh, I think he can play both. But, uh, like RBIs, mm-hmm. you know, RBIs batted in. You got Cano, Seager. I I think if we start looking at how many RBIs are been batted in, you know. We're, we got people all over the top offensive categories. All over. Valencia's in the top 40 on that. Kyle Seeger's in the top 40 and runs batted in. He's in the 28th spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just We have people, we have all up and down our lineup, we have top 40 offensive power numbers everywhere going across it. And we only get two people named to the all-star team and i was like all right come on first of all one i think i think paxton would have made it if he wouldn't have got injured yeah just kind of like uh sucks um but i think i i definitely thought ben gamble should have made it mm-hmm. um i think valencia deserved a nod i think kyle seager was close should have kind of deserved a nod mm-hmm. uh, i wasn't quite sure about him he was he was a fringe player for me yeah. But I, I thought, oh, at the very least, Ben Gamble got snubbed bad. You know, he's in the top five batting average, top five production numbers in baseball right now in the batting title race. Yep. You know, uh, he's – the difference between him being number two and where he's at at number four is probably two hits. Yep. 332 is holding the number two spot. 328 is where he's at. The next closest person is 320. So, so he can take it with only four hits. Yeah. He has a, he has he, he goes hot the next two nights. He's probably in the clo- he's not going to catch up a two a two vase batting 342. He's gone on a pretty hot streak recently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, he got snubbed. Okay, so the games that we're going to be looking for so we're going to tonight, tonight's game, which it would be Saturday on the 8th. Mm-hmm. It's Kegel uh Seagulls Bobblehead night. Um so we got the rest of the stints with the A's, and then we have All Star break, which the All Star game is happening on Tuesday the eleventh, and then we play against the White Sox and the Houston uh, Astros. 
and then New York City for a four-game streak against them. Hey, have they named the Home Run Derby players yet? Yes, they have. It's in the link. It's in the link? Yes. Ooh, show notes have links. Uh, so they have uh, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge? Yes. Uh, New York Battle. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Aaron Judge. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. So round one. Uh, Aaron Judge against Justin. Oh, no, no. He's going against Carlos. Car- yeah, Car- Carlos. Uh, Stanton. Uh, Gary Sanchez, Justin Bohr for the Marlins. Um, you got Mike Mostasakus and Cody Bellinger. Yeah, which Mike uh, plays with, with the Royals and uh, Cody has uh, for the LA. Do- the Dodgers, 24 home runs each. Mm-hmm. Wow, 13 and 19. That's pretty low. <laughs> Uh, Miguel Sonono and Charlie uh, Blackman for the Rockies. Um, Charlie Blackman has been actually hitting the ball. Yeah. He's been doing more of a uh, just hitting the ball, not trying to slug it out. This type of deal. Who do you think? All right, so let's do this real quick. I'm gonna pick. Uh, you pick. You pick who you think's gonna win this year, and I'll pick who I think's gonna win this year. I think uh, Mike uh, will win. Mike Morston, more, more. M- Mike uh, Mustikas. Yes. All right. So that's your home run derby winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking um, personally. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Aaron Judge. I think he's gonna have a chance to do it. Um, I thought about giving the the local kid, the Miami kid. The t- with the 24 home runs. I thought about giving him the nod because he's a home run hero. He'll have a lot of extra fans in the Met yeah. thing. But then I realized it was Miami. People are just going to go to that all-star game just to hang out in Miami for a day. Yep. Um, and I think Judge is a much, much, much big power number hitter. So I think he's he's obviously the the forerunner. I, I think he'll... He'll have a he'll have a good chance to put up the, some numbers. Yeah, like this uh, home run derby all depends on the Yes, the battle, but it also depends on who they have pitching, which they don't have listed well, here. Well, uh, usually that they pick their pitchers. Usually yeah. it's their batting, their pitching coach, or their or the dad, or, or the dad. Like, like Robinson Cano had his dad throw to him every yep. time, which I thought was funny. I thought it was really cool. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I think Aaron Judge. You got that on the show notes? Uh, I'll put that in the show notes. Or I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. But yeah, like I'm looking forward to the home one derby. You should record that so we can watch it. The night before or something, before the next podcast. Okay, I'll make sure I record it. Yeah, yeah. Like, who was your pick? Uh, Mike, Mike, M. I'm just putting Mike and M. Okay. All right. So I think we've 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 beaten this. We've beaten the sports, the Mariners, the baseball sports. Yeah, to, to death. So the biggest upcoming games that we need to win is against the Astros. Oh, we just we well. It, what it boils down to is we just need wins. Come, come the second half of the season, we really need to. The Mariners, first of all, they need to right the ship on the pitching, mm-hmm. and, and let let the, if the offense, the offense will keep doing what they're doing. Right the ship against pitching, bring their team ERA down because I actually had that stat here a second ago. Yeah, but yeah, it, and um, yeah, like we have 
the games that we're playing against, like after the All Star break, are big teams that are in, in the wild card race or winning the division. We have the Asteroids, we have New York, and we also have Boston. Those games are right after each other. So here you go. Uh, uh, often team offense and stats number. The um, the Mariners are in runs bat and runs. They just got them in runs. Are the top ten production in runs? Yep. Which is what wins your ball games? Yep. How you get runs? Um. Here you go. Listen to this pitching. This is terrible. You've already listed this off. One no, time. no. I was guessing. Oh really? I was guessing. Okay. So the Mariners sit in team pitching at twentieth. At four point six two runs a game, Ooh. and that's how you lose ball games is not producing as many runs as you give up. Mm-hmm. That just boils down to how it is. They don't have a sortable stat on how many runs they actually make per game, but I mean they've played games played is eighty eight, and they've produced four hundred and twenty four runs. So that's a so by the time that this podcast goes up, all the sales will probably be over. Uh, I'm gonna try getting this up by tomorrow. Ooh, I'm gonna oh. try to get this up by tomorrow. Well, all the Microsoft sales will be over then. Okay, it, Microsoft sales in by tonight, and Steam sales over tonight. But I mean, there'll be another summer sale. Oh yeah, they ha- hit another one during the middle of summer. Yeah, there'll they'll, they'll be more stuff out there for you. Yeah, so keep your. This is a t- if you were looking at trying to buy video games on on. On the cheap, this is the time of yeah, the year like to buy it. Picking up all the Assassin's Creed, all the th- four new, three new Assassin's Creed games that came out, Black Flag, Unity, and stuff, and a Syndicate was like only twenty bucks as a bundle. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just it's this is this is the best time to buy video games. If you're looking, at, if you were trying to wait wait for the perfect time to buy a game, this is the time to buy a game. Okay. It's just it's just what it boils down to. But um, I think that's about everything, right? Yeah, and so, uh, yes, Tommy T, we, we, we do like the intro with the words in it. We just... There was a creative differences on if it was legal to use it or not. And it mm. turns out we don't use enough clip from any one game for it not to be... Yes, to and be we fun. don't sell it. To and we don't, yeah, and we don't, sell, we don't sell this podcast. If we sold mm. this podcast, then they'd have to... We could run into problems with that, yeah. but we don't. We don't make money off this. Mm-hmm. Okay. We actually lose lots of money off this. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, so for those now and brothers, you can reach us at those now and brothers at gmail.com. Facebook page, those now and brothers. Twitter, those now and bros. But what's your Twitter handle? Uh, you can find me at NallenBA. At DBNallen. Uh, you can find me on Xbox Live at SilentKiller01. Black Death fifty nine without the C. Um. Uh, yeah, take time. Email us. Send us in your questions. Um, we'll be playing uh lots of uh probably um yeah join our join our uh Xbox group uh what's our Xbox group those now and brothers those now and brothers join our Xbox group if you're online we'll and you're playing a game we'll we're actually very flexible we'll jump on and play a game with you that you want to play not yeah. what we want to play we have lots of games that we own. I mean we we're playing. Uh, we'll play Grand Theft Auto. We'll play Forza Horizons. We play Ghost Recon. We play Rocket League. We play. We got the division. We have Far Cry Four. Four. Uh, what else we got right now? We we have we, Battlefield, Battlefield One, One. Uh, Titanfall Two. Two. Uh, we just we have a, a myriad of current and active games that we 
semi-play all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want to jump on a game and play with us, we'll, we we are, if you send us a message and say, hey, give me a party invite and let's play XYZ, we'll, we'll jump on and we'll be like, all right, that's why we play games, is to hang out with our friends and play games. Yep. So. Okay. So, for David and Allen. And for Brett and Allen. Bye. See y'all the next week. Bye.